When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Season 11, we get into a personal month for us. These are albums that personally impacted our music experience. Yeah, a lot of good, not only music history albums, but like albums that we dive deep back in our own little toy box to uh, not just bands specifically that that changed us, but albums that really gripped and changed our mood, who we are, who we were, who we Specific became. Specific albums that maybe opened a door. Oh, I like that, definitely. And, uh, you know, I look at some of these and I look at stuff that I listen to now and know that I wouldn't be if I hadn't listened to. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. A um, lot of good stuff here. Uh, both of us had a lot of kind of weird stuff and it's amazing like, we're friends but but it's but it's it's good to go back through it every now and again and listen to album for the day april 27th is milestones by miles davis and it was released september the 2nd of 1958 on columbia records recorded on february the 4th and march the 4th of 1958 at Columbia 30th Street Studio in New York City. What a man. If you if you're into like bebop, hard bop, post bop, uh Miles Davis, Dizzy Gillespie, Coltrane, that kind of stuff, you're you've clearly already listened to this record. If you don't know this anything, this is probably what got you into. If you don't know any of the words that just came out of my mouth, please go visit this record. Um, this record um, has got Miles Davis on trumpet, Cannonball Adderley on the alto sax, Coltrane on tenor sax, Red Garland on piano, Paul Chambers on the double bass, and Philly Joe Jones on uh, the drums. So basically, Miles Davis was like, hmm. Well, that kind of blue thing, you know, like if if you're into the kind of blue, like that, the only difference of the lineup is this Bill the, Evans and Jimmy Cobb. Like this was the first great quintet, mm-hmm. but augmented to be a sextet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, re- replacing Bill Evans with Red Garland and Philly Joe Jones with Jimmy Cobb, you have the same lineup. Uh, uh, or you know, of, of kind of blue, and it, it, it's just—it's one of those things where sitting back and listening to this album from beginning to end, it's just a masterpiece. And it's Miles Davis absolutely just creating a whole another work of art where you sit back going, "My goodness, this is why he's Miles Davis. It's why he's Miles Davis." I mean, this is this is like you know what we did with the soundtracks and the elevator to the gallows, you know, what, what kind of narcissistic artist would ever even begin to attempt to do 
some of the improvisation that he attempted. Well, that's the thing is that when, when you have a backing band like this, you can do anything you want. And this is like right in, like this is one of those modal phase jazz records that taught everybody how to play, you know? And it was like revisiting like Coltrane getting back into this lineup was the thing that was like, this taught Coltrane how to be a better player. And like Miles Davis, you know, yeah, he had several of the greatest jazz records of all time. But the thing that was great about this record and kind of blue, it taught other jazz players how to be better. And like the, and yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where uh, the, the modal way of jazz and the the modal phrasing, it it, it is. It, it's not. It, it's never going to get better than it is on Kind of Blue and this record. It's just not, you know. And it taught all the other people how to do it. And while he was getting better and doing other things, they were catching up to him. And that was the whole. That's why. That's the point. That's the whole point. Yeah. So the first two songs uh, were recorded on February the fourth. And then starting at two bass hit, uh, everything else was recorded on March the 4th. And I say it that way because the original album uh, just had two bass hit, Miles, uh, Billy Boy, and Straight No Chaser. And then when they reissued it on CD, they put the two bass hit, Milestones, and Straight No Chaser from March the 4th. Uh, as extra tracks. So it's interesting to hear, you know, same group of people, same uh, everything. Did it a little, it's a little different, but, a little not, different. but not, not enough to where you're like, oh, wow. What if you're a, a game huge changer. fan, you'll pick it out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it, yeah. Um, and they, uh, they renamed Dr. Jekyll to Dr. Jackal on the, uh, later releases um so you'll know which if you have an original pressing it'll be dr jekyll but the uh the uh jackie mclean is who wrote the song and that's why they titled it dr jackal and that's why they changed the name so it's a little interesting little tidbit there oh, i thought that was a shout out to jesse james dupree oh maybe <laughs> maybe you never know oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, uh, the the uh, Straight No Chaser um, is a cover of Thelonious Monk, um, and and that that to me it's a you know nearly eleven minute track that is just truly inspirational. Um, it's one of those things where you just sit back going, my goodness! Like even when it starts, I mean Monk's version of that song is fantastic. It, and right when you think you know, man, that could never be touched. Oh well, here comes Miles you should Davis. Check this out, though. Yeah, here comes Miles Davis and John Coltrane and Red Garland and Paul Chambers, and it's just like, uh, okay, yeah, no, yeah, they should, definitely should have done that. It, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, and it's perfectly played. And you can hear on the alternate take that they didn't use. It's just a little bit shorter. It's just like it's it's played at a. I mean, it's a fraction of a tempo increase and like there's a couple little solos that are a little bit different and it's just yeah it's it's worth listening to if you're a jazz fan go in check it out it's amazing 
It's it's an adventure, <laughs> just like uh, all good albums are. Oh man, this has been instrumental to pretty much everything that ever came after. Oh, yeah. is that is that about fair? That's one hundred percent fair. Because you had the players that mattered on this record, you know, and it was like, and everybody was trying to be as cool as Miles Davis. And yeah, I mean, when Coltrane comes back to the band, I mean, you have John Coltrane being like, mm, yeah, I'm going to get in on that too. Like, d- y- y- you're never going to touch it. You're never going to touch it. But yeah, definitely check this out. Uh, album for the day today, April 27th, is Milestones by Miles Davis. Um, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. And feel free to shoot us your requests at album the number four the day at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you tomorrow. Straight No Chaser is such a great song. They named a band after it. <laughs> After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!